because there, of course, is other news this morning. This on Donald Trump in a several ruling against him. Let's bring in CNN's Bryn Gingras for that. Bryn. Yeah, I mean, a huge ruling that happened, John. Basically, um, Trump's empire is shrinking just a little bit because of this ruling. Let me get into it. Basically, yesterday, a New York judge uh, saying that Trump and his two sons overinflated their assets in order to get loans. Some of those assets, of course, we know about the golf courses. We know about uh, his hotels. We know about his homes. Let me give you a tangible example of what was in this court ruling. If you think about his triplex in Trump Tower here in New York, York City. According to this ruling, Trump said that it's three times bigger in square footage than it actually is, over-evaluating the estimation of it by 114 to $207 million, according to this judge who didn't mince words and said to that, a discrepancy of this order of, magnitude, of magnified by a real estate developer sizing up his own living space of decades can only be considered fraud. Now, what happens next? Well, part of this ruling, the judge basically canceled the business certificates of part of Trump organization in that is defendants in this case. Uh, and basically, that means there's commercial uh, real estate here on Wall Street, also a family compound in western New York, which will be dissolved. According to this judge, there will be a receiver put in place who will work out the dissolving of those properties. So this is a big blow to Trump, who, of course, uh, has always talked about his wealth and the fact that he is a very rich man. And that's, you know, something he would say on the campaign trail as he was getting into uh, into politics. Uh, but certainly this is something he's not happy about. Let me read you what he said in reaction to this judge's ruling on, uh, on Truth Social. It says, it is a great company that has been slandered and maligned by this politically motivated witch hunt it is very unfair and i will call for help from the highest courts in new york state or the federal system to intercede. This is not America. Now, this all coming just a week before the civil trial, which hits on other claims that were filed by the New York Attorney General, uh, gets started. But there, as you can imagine, John, are appeals in in play right now from Trump, from his attorneys. So one of them were expecting a ruling uh, sometime this week. So to be determined if that civil case gets started as it is expected to on Monday. John. All right. Brenda Grass, thank you very much. I want to bring in once again, former U.S. Attorney Harry Lippman. So he's had his certificates pulled, stripped of control of some of the various Trump companies. How big of a deal is that, Harry? Huge. If it holds up, yeah, and there will be appeals, as Bryn says. It is a sledgehammer to Trump and the entire organization in New York, including commercial properties on 40 Wall Street. As of as when that holds up, if it's affirmed, Trump organization no longer exists. It may not do business in New York. Now, there may be some kind of, you know, it's very complicated to dissolve a company. Maybe there's there's different kinds of corporate uh, little twists and turns that leave them with something. But basically for him and his two sons, uh, he they are as a, out of business in the thing that matters most to them. It's a death penalty for the brand, which, you know, next only to his liberty is about the worst thing that can happen. So appeals will run, but uh, the, the uh, finding is very strong. $2.2 billion of inflation over this period. The attorney general wants $250 million, but many other people say appoint a receiver could wind up getting it. The money is just gone and distributed to others with 
uh, oversight by Trump as to where it goes. They have to appoint an independent person. It is the death penalty for the brand. And you say, if it holds up. You've read through this. Yes. How much of a chance is there that he could wiggle out of this? I don't see a lot. He's doing two things. He's personally sued the judge. I see that going nowhere. And then there's the actual fraud. But it'll be based on the facts. And the facts but that Justice Angeron laid out of time after time where he says he lives in a fantasy world. This is not a subjective difference. As Bryn says, 30,000 feet versus uh, 30,000 square uh, meters versus 10,000. That's just a lie. Same thing with the valuations by factors of 200, not to. I, I think this case is very strong, and the only issue might be, should the penalty be different? But that's standard New York law, as I understand it. He is in a world of hurt on the business side, stronger so far than anything that's happened on the criminal side. It's so interesting. This was a bit of a sleeper case. Not a lot of people watching it quite as closely. But yes. in the end, it could hit, hit, hit him harder almost than anything. Harry Littman, thank you so much for your analysis. David K. Johnson is with us. He's an investigative reporter. You'll remember him as one of the first to see Trump's tax returns. He's also the author of The Big Cheat, How Donald Trump Fleeced America and Enriched Himself and His Family. That book title, David, is very apropos to what we're looking at right now. Can you explain for people watching at home why, why this actually matters? That if he did these things, you know, wh why does that give him an uneven playing field with basically everyone else? Well, by claiming that his assets were worth two, four, ten, and more times than that, their actual value, Trump received benefits in the form of bank loan terms and other matters. And the judge, in a very carefully written 35-page opinion, walks through this, shows that Trump had asserted that, oh, nobody pays any attention to my financial statements. Everybody knows that they're nonsense. And said, sorry, the world doesn't work that way in the real world. And Trump then argued, well, I don't have to make any restitution. And the judge said, this is not about restitution. It's about disgorgement. What I'll be teaching my law students uh, in the spring is this ex uh, analog to it, analogy to it. Uh, you take $100 from the till at your employer when it closes. You go to the racetrack. You win 1000 You put the $100 back. Not only did you commit a crime, even though the business was closed while the money was gone, but you have to disgorge the $900 gain from your winning bet. And that's what's happening here. And the judge has given the Trump companies the death penalty. Donald Trump, as of right now, is no longer a businessman in New York. David, just to kind of zero in on some of the specific examples, because I think it's important to actually detail some of this. You know, one in particular, the, the Trump filing had 30,000 square feet for the Trump Tower penthouse value. The actual size was actually 10,996 square feet. Uh, the overvaluation was estimated to be between 113 and 207 million dollars. Uh, that's not small money here. That's just one example. I guess when you listen to the Trump's lawyers or their defense here, it's, this is how things operated, right? I didn't believe that this was any different than how anybody else at my level was operating. How egregious is something like that in terms of the world in which he was operating in business-wise? Well, Trump is not the only person to inflate his assets, but the judge points out we're not talking about minor discrepancies, an extra 10% or something. We're talking about massive discrepancies. And Trump has been doing this for the whole 35 years that I have been covering him. Uh, he just makes it up. And that's why the judge not only held that 
all of Trump's business licenses are canceled, but he fined five of the Trump lawyers $7,500 each for making up false arguments, for stating the law said things that it said the opposite, and other misconduct on Donald's behalf. This is just finally a ruling against Trump and his sons, not Ivanka Trump, who was involved in business. Can you explain to people why? Ivanka got herself removed from this case. So it's Donald, his two older sons, Alan Weiselberg, and I think two other employees of the Trump Organization. Uh, and in New York, you cannot operate a business except as a sole proprietor, like my book writing business, um, uh, unless you have a license from the state. And the judge has canceled all of those licenses, all of which fall under the umbrella of the Trump Organization. This is a corporate death penalty. When you, you've written so much, not just about kind of the in the weeds uh, financial dynamics, but also the man himself. Uh, what do you think this means, the death penalty that you're laying out here? What would this mean to somebody like Trump? Well, Donald potentially can end up with nothing but his presidential and television uh, show pensions. Uh, uh, eventually, after he appeals, which he will, and of course, for his whole life, he'll insist he did nothing wrong because Donald has said in his whole life, he has never done a single thing that requires seeking forgiveness. Um, it, those assets will be seized, they will be sold, and clearly they will not bring the highest prices. Uh, creditors, the fines due to the state and taxes will be paid first. And if there's anything left, Donald will get that money. But since he inflated his assets, it's not likely to get much, if anything, Phil. David K. Johnson, thank you for your expertise this morning.